welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Yep, and that is what we are doing in this series, the Unstuck Yourself series. We're getting you unstuck. So this is episode eight in that series, and I called it, Are You in the Gap or Are You in the Gain? I called it that because one of my all-time favorite self-development books is called The Gap and the Gain. The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan. It took so many of the tools that I use on myself, that I teach to my clients, and what it did for me was it really wrapped it up into a, a neat bow, like an easy, simple exercise that helped me understand and like with a lot of clarity where I was. Was I in the gap or the gain? And I'm going to dive into that more for you here a little bit later. But when you use this exercise, what it's going to do for you, and the reason why I wanted to bring it to you in this series is because it really can lend itself to finding a greater sense of peace, grace, gratitude, freedom. And that's what happiness, right? That's what so many of us are looking for as we go on this self-development journey. We realize that, you know, part of life is going to be that peace and gratitude and, and happiness. And part of it is going to be disappointment and frustration and overwhelm. Why? Because you're human and you're going to experience the whole gamut of human emotions in your life. And that's okay. But when you can recognize if you were in the gap or the gain, it's going to be easier for you to switch from being in that negative mindset to more of that positive mindset. And like I said, I'm going to share some of my biggest takeaways from the books here in a bit. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because I think that if you embrace this way of living, if you really adopt this concept, your world and your experience in this world is absolutely going to shift. And that's what I'm really hoping that this series is doing for you in one way or another is that it's it's helping you shift, shift perspective, get that greater awareness of yourself and what it is that you want and why you want it and how to get it. And if you haven't listened to all the episodes in this Unstuck Yourself series, then I would invite you to do so because you're going to find nuggets of value in each and every one of them. I recognize though that some of these episodes you're going to vibe with more than others. Totally cool. Stick to those episodes, take what works for you from them, and then leave the rest. Totally fine. This is all about you getting unstuck the fastest way you can, and the fastest way I know to get unstuck is to grow. So whatever in this series is inspiring you to, to grow, then go with it. I'm all for it. And, and one last thing, if you haven't clicked that little plus sign on the Unstuck Yourself podcast to subscribe to it and get the episode when I drop it on most Wednesdays, then go ahead and do so, so that you can continue to grow with me. We can do this together. And hell, if there's an episode that has really touched you in this series or otherwise, um, feel free to share it with someone. I mean, growth is contagious in a good way, like in a good way here. And um, if you're also, if you're interested in, in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, I will uh, tell you at the end of this podcast um, how you can go about doing that. All right? So let's dive into, are you in the gap or are you in the gain? Because chances are, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you may have heard me say you find what you're looking for in life. 
Like you always find what you're looking for. What I mean by that is if you're looking for all the ways something has gone wrong, I promise you, you are going to find them. But on the flip side, if you are looking for all the ways things went right, you're going to find them as well. And we have that duality of life, that balance of life of the good and the bad. You know, life is 50-50. It's 50% good and it's 50% challenging or bad or whatever the term is that you want to use. Unfortunately, we tend to focus on the negative more than the positive, right? You get nine people that tell you your hair looks amazing, but you have one person who tells you, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, I liked it better what you did before, like, you know, last week. And that's the comment you focus on. So even though life is 50-50, we tend to focus on the negative. That's why I want to show you, you find what you're looking for. If you're looking for all the negative, you're going to find it. If you're looking for all the positive, you're going to find it. We just tend not to look for it. And your brain is actually wired to do this. Like we have a system in our brain. It's called the reticular activating system. All right. RAS for short. And RAS, I like to picture RAS as, as like the bouncer for your brain, right? You know, you, you have that bouncer outside of a club and that bouncer decides who gets in the club and who doesn't. That's what RAS does for your brain. It decides what information gets through the filter into your conscious mind and what stays out. And your brain bouncer, if you want to call it that, your brain bouncer, your RAS system only lets in certain select bits of information. But there are four bits of information it's always going to let in. All right. And this is important to know. The first bit of information RAS will always let into your conscious mind is your name. It's your name. Have you ever been in a crowded room and somebody yells your name? Pamela. And they're not even talking to you. They're talking to someone else. Or my favorite, because my name around my house is mom. You know, you're out at soccer practice and someone says mom. And like all the moms turn and look. Because it's kind of like her name, right? That's what our kids call us. So we immediately respond to it. Why? Because Raz, your brain bouncer, is letting that through into your conscious mind. So that's the first thing it lets through. The second thing it always lets through is real or perceived threats of danger. This makes sense. We are humans. We have survived and evolved over a very long period of time. In order to do so, we have to survive. We have to be able to be aware of those threats of danger. The difference is today at this day and age, we're not, you know, being threatened by a saber-toothed tiger. We are, you know, being threatened by a nasty comment somebody left on, you know, TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But your brain will let that through into your conscious mind because it's about survival. And the third thing, Raz, your brain bouncer will always let through into your conscious mind is desire for sex, whether that be yours or someone else's. Because again, you're human and we need to survive as a species. So this one is just kind of self-explanatory. But it's the fourth. It's the fourth bit of information that Raz will always let through to your conscious mind that I find the most fascinating. And that is whatever you've decided is important. Whatever you have thought about and you have even maybe subconsciously decided is important, Raz is going to allow into your conscious mind. That is how you find what you're looking for. We have some 60,000 thoughts on any given day. Those thoughts cannot all get through into your conscious mind. Raz filters them out as the bouncer for your brain and lets through your name, threats, 
sex and what you've identified as important. So maybe you have worked your butt off on a presentation at work and no one really acknowledged it. And you start to think your boss doesn't appreciate you. And then you go home and you find like, you know, a chip bag sitting on the couch and, you know, the backpacks are still by the front door and the cereal bowls are still on the counter. And you think to yourself, yeah, my kids don't appreciate me either. And then you make dinner and your husband just makes some comment about dinner. And yep, there you go. Gathering more evidence that no one appreciates your effort. Again, you find what you're looking for. Has this ever happened to you? Because girlfriend, I know it's happened to me. And it's subtle. Some, you don't even know that you're doing it. So this isn't about blaming or judging because Lord knows I do this. I'm just more aware of it now. And that's what I want you to become. Is that aware? Aware of the power and the control that you have over your own experience of life. So I want to tell you a story about how I really began to understand the impact and power of my brain bouncer and letting information through that I have deemed important, even when I didn't even realize I have decided it was important. So I got to take you to like a cool April day in North Scottsdale. I live in Phoenix and my daughter plays competitive soccer. And on this cool Sunday morning, she had a soccer tournament. So her game was about, you know, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning. And the complex that we were going to was huge. And most of the parking spots were already taken by the time we got there because, I mean, games had been going since 730 in the morning. So it's rip roaring and it's pretty busy. And as we are trying to get ourselves a parking spot navigating through all of this, my daughter Riley starts to notice white Teslas in the parking lot. I know, super random, but stick with me here. So she started pointing out, oh, look, there's a white Tesla. Oh, look, there's a white Tesla. Look, there's another white Tesla. Long story short, by the time we found a parking space, which is probably about 10 minutes, she had counted some like seven or eight white Teslas, different white Teslas in this parking lot. Now, Tesla didn't just, you know, start making white Teslas and they all just didn't decide to park in the parking lot at that time. She just started to notice them. And then something funny happened. After her game, we went to grab a bite to eat before her next game in the evening. And so we went and we grabbed some lunch and we were sitting outside because we can do that in early April here in Phoenix. And as we were sitting outside, she noticed, and I noticed, two more white Teslas drive by. And then we also had to kill a little extra time before we had to be back at the field for her game. And, you know, her, her, her dad and I were... We're a little tired at that point in time, so we wanted to get a little pick-me-up, so we went over to a, a, a cafe uh, to grab a, a cup of coffee, and we were sitting outside enjoying our, our coffees, and lo and behold, guess what drove by? Another two white Teslas. And now, I mean, you got to think about it. We drove by many cars. There were a ton of cars in the parking lot, whether it be at the sports complex or at the mall that we were at. Whatever it may be, we may we may have passed like 15 red Toyota Camrys, but our brain wasn't showing them to us. Raz wasn't allowing like the red Toyota Camry into our brain. No. You know what it was filtering through into our conscious mind? Mm-hmm, you guessed it. White Teslas. My friend, that was eight months ago, eight, nine months ago. And you know what? 
I see freaking white Teslas everywhere, like everywhere. It is more common for me to get in my car and drive somewhere and see a white Tesla on my drive than it is not see a white Tesla. They, I, I notice them everywhere. Whether I'm taking my daughter to school, going to the gym, running errands, wherever it is, it's like white Tesla, white Tesla. It's so funny. Like everybody points them out now. And it's not like we get in the car and, you know, put on our seatbelt and think, okay, now we're going to look for all the white Teslas. No, it doesn't even cross my mind. But my mind shows me every single one that passes by. My brain has identified them as important. And so now it shows me them everywhere. You find what you're looking for. So now this begs a really important question. And that question is, what are you looking for in your life? What are you looking for? Are you looking for things that are serving you, helping you, leading to growth, evolution, transformation? Or are you looking for things that prove you're right? Are you looking for things that confirm a negative belief that you already have? Are you gathering evidence to show you can't do something? And then finding that evidence everywhere, finding that proof everywhere. What are you looking for in your life? Are you looking for all the things that are going well? Are you looking for all the crap that's going bad? I mean, it might be a mixture of both. But if you're stuck, chances are, it's more of the negative. It's more of the things that aren't working. How the, the deck is stacked against you. How people aren't on your side. Anything along those lines. I'm going to tell you right now, whatever it is, you'll find it. And I truly believe this because I have so many examples to prove it in my life. I honestly do. And I was constantly reminded about that when I read The Gap and the Gain, the book that I was telling you about a little earlier. And this book has had such a profound impact on my life. I think I should get royalties right now for the amount of books I've bought for people as gifts, how many times I've talked about it and, and have recommended it to folks because it's so good. When I find things that are like so good for me, you better believe I'm going to share them with you. I like spread the wealth here. Like we're all in this together. So I'm going to break it down for you right now so that you can kind of get a little taste to see if this is something that you want to maybe buy and read on your own, which I would highly recommend. But gap in the gain. In life, you're either in the gap or you're in the gain. So the gap is when you're measuring success against an ideal, while the gain measures success against progress. So think of it this way. If you want to lose 30 pounds. Are you measuring your success against your ideal, which is you've lost 30 pounds? That's ideally what you want to achieve, right? If you do, you're probably going to be frustrated and overwhelmed and disappointed because you've got a lot of work to do. Or are you measuring your success against progress? Meaning, well, you know what? I tried a new recipe and I really liked it. I have started, you know, parking further away from the front door of the grocery store or Target or the office building and walking a little bit further. I'm drinking more water. Like that kind of progress. That means you're in the gain. 
when you're measuring success against progress. So another way of thinking of it, because I like visualizations. So I want you to imagine like you're hiking up a mountain, all right? And you find yourself at the halfway point on the mountain. Ideally, you want to get to the top, right? And you're looking at where you are now compared to where you want to go. And when you look at how far you still need to go, you think about like, oh my goodness, it took so much to get this far. How much is it going to take to get that far? That feels so far off. And that can start to feel overwhelming and frustrating. But on the flip side, okay, you're still halfway up that mountain. And instead of looking how far you need to go, you turn around and you look at how far you've come. What happens then? Well, chances are you start to feel proud. That creates a feeling of accomplishment, acknowledgement that you kept putting one foot in front of the other and look how far you've come. You've learned things on that first part of the hike that are undoubtedly going to serve you and help you on the second part of the hike. It's just one step in front of the other and look how far that got you. Can you see the difference? I mean, like, hell, can you, can you feel the difference in the gap or the gain? The gap is measuring success forward against that ideal. Again, keep the visualization of the mountain in your mind. The gap is measuring success forward, looking at how far you still need to go. The gain is measuring success backwards, looking at how far you've come. So take that in mind and and think about this in the terms of the goal you set in podcast 94 which was the fourth episode in this series. Again, maybe it was a weight loss goal. Maybe it was a revenue goal for your business. Maybe it was something to do with your career or a relationship goal, whatever it was. When you think about that goal, are you in the gap or are you in the gain? Are you telling yourself you're not going to be successful until you reach that goal? That's being in the gap. You're measuring your success against your ideal and in the future. Or are you looking back at what all you've done to set yourself up for success and achieving that goal? Like I said, maybe it's like drinking more water, getting more sleep. Maybe it's collaborating and having conversations with people who can help you in your business. Maybe it's requesting a meeting with your boss or having a date night with your spouse, whatever it is. It's those small incremental steps that really add up if you give yourself credit and you acknowledge them. Now, in the book, The Gap and the Gain, Dan Sullivan, the author, says, quote, you have an ideal in your mind and you're measuring yourself against your ideal rather than against the actual progress that you've made. This is why you're unhappy with what you've done. And it's probably why you're unhappy with everything in your life. You're measuring yourself against the gap. Boom! Like, that was so impactful for me. And I hope it is for you too. So I want to give you an example that, uh, that he wrote in the book. He said, quote, for instance, you may be on your way to a concert with your spouse that you've been anticipating, but you're running five minutes late. If you're focused on and frustrated about those five minutes, then you're in the gap. You're measuring yourself against your ideal. You're not actually living in the moment. All you have to do is shift into the gain. And focus on the fact that you're having an exciting night. The whole night is a gain. And if you focus on the gain, you'll be happy. And in every circumstance you're in, you're either in the gap or the gain. But 
you can't be in both at once. Girlfriend, I'm going to tell you right now, when I read that little excerpt, that little example in the book, I felt called out. Mm-hmm. I felt called out. I'm a bit crazy about being on time. As you might know, I, I worked in news for close to 20 years, uh, live radio <laughs> for 20 years. I didn't have deadlines that were months, weeks, or even days. My deadlines were minutes and seconds. We hit the top of the hour, which means like, you know, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, like the, where the top of the clock is. When, when the clock struck, let's say 10 o'clock, you were on the air. You better be ready because ready or not, here we come. So it was seconds. So I've become very aware of the clock. And if you say you're going to do something at a certain time, that's what I expect. And it's created some friction with my husband because he's not as crazy about the clock as I am. And, you know, and he's not like an hour late or like even 20 minutes late, but he's he's pretty consistently like five minutes late. So I'm not the one that's five minutes late, as was in the example. It's he's the one that's always like five minutes late and it drives me nuts. I get frustrated. And when I get frustrated, I get short. I get annoyed. I'm totally in the gap. Like I said, I felt called out when reading that example. But I felt called out in a good way because what I was able to see through that example is it's a choice. Unknowingly, I was choosing to be in the gap in those moments. And if I didn't like that, well, then guess what? I can make a different choice and be in the gain instead. Now, I mean, I know some of you out there are like, oh, so what? Just be a doormat and like, you know, excuse bad behavior in order to be in the gain? No, not at all what I am advocating. It means you get what you choose to focus on. So five minutes late, okay, you know what? I'm going to kind of bring myself back to hey, you know what, we're going to have a great night and five minutes in the grand scheme of things, not super big deal. But if he's like 10, 15, 20 minutes late for something, yeah, we're going to have a conversation about it. We're going to have a respectful, loving conversation about it. And then I'm going to drop it. And I'm going to focus on the evening that we're going to have together and get in the game. Instead of allowing myself to be in the gap for the entire rest of the evening. Now, that's something that I have done in the past. Not proud of it, but I'm human. And I have let small things like that totally derail me for an evening. And I know I'm not alone. And I share that with you because I want you to see that it is a choice. Where are you spending most of your life? In the gap or the gain? Are you measuring yourself against your ideal and how far you have to go? Or are you measuring against progress and how far you've come? In the book, Dan writes, quote, by defining your own measure of success and by actively growing through experiences, you'll continually be shocked by how far you've come. You'll regularly look back at where you previously were and see accelerated growth. You'll see increasingly tangible and measurable progress, and your progress will be startling to most outsiders because many people spend enormous amounts of time in the gap, which means they aren't converting their experiences into learning. It means they aren't utilizing every experience to refine how they define and measure success. When you are in the gain, you become unstoppable. When you're in the gain, 
your progress becomes increasingly measurable to yourself and everyone around you. Yet the more you're in the game, the less you compare, compete, or even care about what other people think of you. Being in the game leads you to becoming increasingly unique and self-determined as a person by no longer measuring yourself against these externals and by transforming every experience into a gain, you become a highly unique and incomparable person to anyone else. Pretty amazing. And I have felt this by applying this to my own life. So how do you get in the game? <laughs> I know because so many of my listeners and clients are all about the how. Like, tell me the how. Well, okay. Glad you asked. Let's talk about the how. Because it starts with you breaking out those journals. Mm-hmm. You know me. I love me some journals. You're going to do some writing. If you really want movement in these areas of your life, you're going to have to do the work. There's, new two, there's no two ways about it. You can just listen to this podcast and you know what? Yeah, you're going to get nuggets and you're going to get takeaways from it, but then you do nothing with it. Nothing really shifts. That's why you stay stuck. If you want to get unstuck, you have to move. You have to do the work. So bust out those journals and ask yourself this. Where am I right now? Where am I in life right now? What are my wins from the past 90 days? What are my desired wins for the next 90 days? Where will I be in 12 months? Where will I be in three years? So let me repeat quickly. Where am I at right now? Where are my wins from the last 90 days? What are my desired wins for the next 90 days? Where will I be in 12 months? Where will I be in three years? Take five to 10 minutes. That's it. Five to 10 minutes to answer those questions. And they don't even have to be full sentences. Like you can bullet point these things. What it's going to do is going to allow you to compare your current self to your past self. And that, that is one of the quickest ways for you to get into the gain. And remember, gains aren't just these external accomplishments, but any form of growth and progress that you've had. Because growth equals success. Yeah, you, you want to be successful? Grow. You want to get unstuck? Grow. If you're looking for all the ways you've grown, you're going to find a lot of them. If you're looking for all the ways you've progressed, you're going to find them. You'll be in the game. And when you're in the game, you're creating that momentum. You're creating that self-confidence, that happiness, that peace. By measuring success backwards, measuring yourself against your past self, measuring your current self against your past self. So when you slow down and take stock of how far you've come and what all you've done, chances are you're going to be shocked at just how much you've achieved. And that mindset shift is going to have a huge impact on the life you create for yourself. You've done a lot of work in this series to get yourself unstuck. Living your life in the game is what's going to keep you unstuck. So I, I also understand, and I have a lot of listeners who are very successful, ambitious, kind of type A women who have achieved so much in their lives. They have a lot of success, but they know something needs to change. And they're not necessarily sure 
what, what that is or how the hell to do it. I mean, you may have read the books, listened to the podcast, watched the documentaries, gone to the conferences, and yet you still feel stuck. And I'm here to tell you I know exactly how that feels because that was me. Not only did I feel stuck, but I had so much shame and guilt surrounding my stuckness. At that time in my life, I was like, you know, I'm, an, I'm a successful talk show host. I'm one of a handful of women in the country doing this job and doing it well. Yet I feel stuck. I have this wonderfully amazing husband, fabulous loving daughter, and yet, like, I feel unfulfilled. Like, I have the house, I have the car, I have the vacations, I do those things, and by society's definition, I was successful. Like, I did all the things I thought I was supposed to do, and yet I was like, mm, is this it? Like, I felt so unfulfilled, and it, like, I had so much judgment and shame in even acknowledging that. But I'm going to acknowledge it for you if that is what you're feeling. Because I think a lot of women feel that way, but they're afraid to be vulnerable and share that for what people might think. If you don't like the fact that I experienced that, then you're not my people. And that's perfectly okay. If you're going to judge me for experiencing that, you're allowed to. You're not my people. And that's okay. You don't have to listen to the podcast anymore. It's not for you. That's all right. But if you identify with it, if I'm touching a nerve with it, if that does sound familiar, and you feel like you're on that like proverbial hamster wheel where you're running and running and running, doing all the things, but getting absolutely nowhere, it doesn't have to be that way. Like if life feels like it's this constant color of beige, like it's not good, it's not bad, it just is, but you know you want more, you want more flavor, you want more color, you know you deserve more, I can help you get it. I have just a few openings right now for one-on-one -on -one clients. And if you're curious about what it would be like to work with me and you're serious about wanting to start taking control over what the next three to six to 12 months of your life is going to look like, then I invite you to go to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and click on the book your free coaching session button. You and I are going to hop on a Zoom call and we're going to talk. We're going to look at where you are, where you want to go, what's standing in your way, and how I can help you get there and remove those obstacles. And if you're not exactly sure where it is that you want to go, that's okay too. You might not know why you're stuck. You may not know where it is you want to go. It's actually a lot more common than you may think. Again, I'm shining a little light on what happens a lot with women. I don't want you to judge yourself for it. Just take a step forward in figuring out by hopping on a Zoom call with me. And you might think you can't afford it. I'm not going to tell my prices right here because this podcast is going to live on for a very long time and the, the, that price will inevitably change. But, it, you know, it's not as much as you probably think. Give yourself the chance. Because we invest in so much <laughs> in our lives that bring us absolutely nothing in the form of growth. We invest in like gadgets and toys and clothes and dinners and all of those things. And they really don't make our lives better. Investing in yourself will give you the tools you need to create the life that you want 
over and over and over and over again for that growth, for that success. So again, go to PamelaHughesCoaching.com, click the book your free coaching session, and let's chat. I'll put the link for you in our show notes as well. And the reason why I wanted to invite you to hop on a consult call with me if you're serious about getting unstuck and doing the work, you're willing to do the work to get there. Because we tend to overestimate what we can do in a week and underestimate what we can do in a year. If you could be a totally different person a year from now, what would that be worth to you? Now, when I mean different, I don't mean better. I just mean you've evolved, you've grown, you've removed some of those limiting beliefs. You've started to step into the clarity of what it is that you want and have taken more control and your power back in your own life. What would that be like for you? And if you're not ready for coaching, that's okay. Keep listening to this podcast and go pick up the book, The Gap and the Gain. (laughs) You won't be sorry. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. I'll see you next. Listen, if you're still feeling a little stuck and need a little help right now, wiggling loose, I got you. I put together a guide, a free guide to help you feel better right now. These are simple strategies that you can start today to feel better faster. Just go to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four ways to feel better.com. I tell you, these are going to help you slow down, take a breath, gain some perspective and control of what's happening in your life right now. And it's free because we could all use a little help and I'm here to help. Grab it by going to four ways to feel better.com. Again, that's the number four ways to feel better.com and start wiggling loose.